0: Stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good.
1: Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now. I'm heating. Yeah. Hello. Welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 30, and I am Tony Santabria.
0: And I am JDK Winnekin. We are here once again to debunk the junk, uh, identifying those BS stories that hold us back and make our lives more complicated than perhaps they need to be. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Summarize that all in one fell swoop. I usually and have to go around really a few good. corners before yeah, I get that. Yeah, you just really getting it right out the gate. Hit the highway right yeah. there.
1: Yeah, wow. <laughs> good.
0: How are you? I am good. Yeah? Yeah. Another good week. We I'm talked good. a little bit about how weeks are... They're a blur. It, yeah. It's just a blur, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. We're back. That's mm-hmm. what we are back. <laughs> that's all that
1: matters. And we are back and we are here and we are going to talk about whatever comes up. Right. And we're
0: still breaking up with our own BS mm-hmm. and that type of mm-hmm. thing. So um anyway, jumping right back into it. First of all, thank you if you are listening uh live on all 1069 warm in Seattle. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, thank you so much for doing so and for subscribing and leaving comments for us. And if you are watching on our YouTube channel at Breaking Up With RBS, uh, don't mind my twitching. I'm always moving a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tawny's the calm one. <laughs> yeah, yes, I know. I am. I always have been. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. I've always been a little twitchy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today. And uh, we've had a quite a run the last few weeks, Tawny, talking mm-hmm. about lots of different things, defining terms a lot. We've talked about expectations and in relationships and agreements in relationships. Last week we talked about conflict in relationships and I noticed something Mm -hmm. throughout kind of those episodes. One of the, one of the words we kept coming back to was systems. We did. We talked about that a lot about how each we each are our system. We have relationships that are systems. Then everything becomes a system. And in the spirit of defining terms, Mm -hmm. (laughs) making sure we know what we're, what we're referring to. I thought maybe we could dig into talking a little bit about when you, when you're bringing up systems, I know you talk a lot about that with your clients mm-hmm. and it's a big part of this, yeah. uh, of this practice and understanding we could maybe have a conversation about that. What do you think?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, where do you want to start? Yeah. Where do I want to start? One of the things about um, from a, a systems perspective is, is that we're not looking at a human being uh, like an Island unto themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. So, when we're looking at something going on, um, we can often think that a person is sort of walking around with, in a static way with all of their personality pieces, you know, just in, in a particular format, mm-hmm. um, and they're the same way no matter what they come in contact with in the day, whether uh-huh. they're at home, at work, in the community, they're just the same person, like this sense about... Wherever they go. Yes. Right. Right. And systems focused really looks at um, number one that that person being a system unto itself right sure meaning there's growing and changing and um, experiences mm-hmm. that is that there's some dynamic kinds of things going on in the body um, and in and in the thought process and mm-hmm. and with the emotions and so it's not a static.
0: Right. Our bodies Place. aren't, no, right? No. We're we as change. humans, you right. know.
1: And then as humans, we're social beings. We're relational beings first, right? So we were born into a system, born into a family or born into some kind of caretaking, caregiving type of situation. Somebody took care of us when we were born. Mm-hmm. That that would be a system. That, that would be our right. first system that we came in contact with, right? And then we grow up and maybe we do some daycare pre-K school that would be another system that we're involved right. in if we're on a team that would be another, another system, system we're involved in right and so my work with my clients have always been consider the systems first i want to know what are the what are the experiences both mm-hmm. in the body you know how do we deal with stress response that's a sy- systemic or a systematic kind of experience right Um, what, what is school like if they're in school, what's happening in at work, um, what is happening in their primary relationships, what happened in their family as they were growing up, right? Because, and, and what was that experience like Mm -hmm. that, that tells us a lot about just growth pattern or, or what might be coming up from past that might be showing up right now, Mm -hmm. um, that might be making things confusing in the current system.
0: Right. Right. And so rather than the person being the same in all of those system interactions, different parts of them get maybe come out a bit more or uh, certain anxieties come up in certain situations and, and not in others. Right. I think of the kid who's really loose and free at home and, and very timid and quiet at school.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. They So when you hear, oh, I didn't realize that about my child or because mm-hmm. it could be the the reverse, right? Wow, I didn't realize that my child was such a good friend. Mm-hmm. For example, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, just a different context, sure. And it doesn't mean that it's better or worse or good or bad. Although sometimes that can be pretty clear, sure. It's just that our bodies are going to feel different in different contexts, and they're going to feel different at different ages and phases of our life too. Mm-hmm. So what's happening when we're four, but it's drastically different than when when we're fourteen.
0: Right. Right. Right yeah except and it seems to me though that we don't we don't think of our, we don't think of things necessarily that way Mm-mm.
1: we we don't we tend to be more individualistic mm-hmm. in our thinking process right. right right and and as we know, presence work being in the body or heart centered work, not even or but and heart centered work being in the body, is really what creates connection mm-hmm. right that's where we feel that we're in this larger system. Yeah. Right. A thought process actually, or or in our head thinking quite a bit, actually is more individualistic.
0: Sure. Sure.
1: Right. And so then we're thinking about um, problems being inside of a person. Like you are this.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And therefore because this of you is not coming out in the system, there's a problem.
1: Or the opposite, right? Okay. Like you you are this kind of person. So you're going to show up in this way right? across context, right? right? Like I think about the couples um, who I've seen over the years and where one partner will say, look, I don't have this trouble. I don't have this kind of trouble communicating with all the other people in my life that I have with you. (laughs) Right. Yikes. Okay. There's so much in that to explore, but certainly sometimes we can think like, okay, Mm -hmm. why am I so successful or it i feel so more so much more comfortable in this context yeah than i do in this
0: what's wrong with me right right why am i not consistent across the board why can't i show up with this person the way i show up with that person right right maybe one friendship i you know just going with hypotheticals and even things i've experienced why am i so comfortable with this friend and feel like an equal and this other person i'm not as comfortable with and don't feel like an equal mm-hmm. um in relation in romantic relationships Why with this person was I better able to state where I was at, what I wanted, call it what you will, handle conflict, and this other person I can't? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Because that is automatically where we go. Something's wrong with me. And then in my own experience, it was always go to my head, I got to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Because if I find the inconsistencies, I can fix it. Right. And get myself consistent across the board again. Mm -hmm. What you're suggesting is not only does that not really work, but it doesn't really sit with the reality of, that we're all part of systems all the time.
1: Right, the reality is we have our own unique sort of spaces and places mm-hmm. in the systems we're involved in. And right. certainly we can access skills and develop skills. Sure. In certain contexts as we become more familiar or more comfortable or as we just want to challenge ourselves. Certainly, mm-hmm. right? So not to say that we don't learn through these, you know, to to access ourselves differently in these systems for sure. But in them, we are doing a dance that's unique to any other system we're involved in. So mm-hmm. we are not meant to be sort of this sort of super superstar, right? Or or this person that's going to going to show up in the mm-hmm. same way and be so predictable that 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 everybody knows what they can expect from. Um, because then that takes away the reality of the stress response that takes away the reality of who we are as humans.
0: Mm -hmm. And it takes away the opportunity we each have to continue to grow through all those things, right? Because the more types of systems that we come in contact with, the more things about ourselves we're going to see that Mm -hmm. come out in those. Mm -hmm. Both positives and then things that we wish were a little different or maybe we can take a look at. That's (laughs) that's interesting.
1: Yeah, or maybe some of the things we don't even have to wish they were different, Mm. right? Because then that therein, says, okay, there's a problem that I then need to fix. And it uh, could just be, certainly there might be a little bit of that, but it could just be too, hey, in this context, this is how I'm choosing to show up.
0: And it may not be a problem. Mm-hmm. And I may have more choice in it Yeah, to be okay with it as it is or to, yeah, I don't know, explore yeah. another option. And the reality change the is, dance. So change the
1: dance. The reality is the dance is gonna change no matter what you do. Yeah, no doubt. Systems are
0: living things. Oh boy, here we go. They are gonna change no matter what. Right. So not only are we not static and consistent and in that individual way, but the systems themselves, starting with ourselves. Much like our bodies grow, we get taller, right? We get bigger, hair color changes, right, muscular changes, we get ill, we get better. Mm-hmm. Same thing with other systems.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Family's the same way. Relationships the same way. So when one partner says to the other, Hey, you knew who I was when
0: you married me. What's the problem now? Because <laughs> <laughs> right? that always works, right? <laughs> right. But that <laughs> Yes, I'm being facetious. Change
1: is what happens no matter what, happens. what. Yeah, Even we talked if about you're it last Fighting week. changing. Right.
0: You're changing. You're changing. Right. <laughs> so so for those people who listen to that and go, man, how can you find anything To anchor with, how can you find anything to stand on? If everything's fluid, if everything's changing, if, if systems, we show up differently in systems, where do we anchor, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, we can anchor in our body
1: and we can let go of the need and desire to have certainty Mm -hmm. because it's not possible. Mm -hmm. The more we cling to it,
0: the more stressed actually we're going to be. Because yeah, if we're certain about something, we're always evaluating things towards it, aren't we? Like, how does this fit with what I'm certain about? Well, or I
1: want to be certain about this. So everything that doesn't lead me to this particular is a problem.
0: <laughs> Man. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Whereas if we looked at it as these are constantly shifting, that's almost a recognition that in the now is really the only thing that we need to be sitting with mm-hmm. because these things continue to change. And that we
1: can actually be clear of, mm. right? As if we are in our safety system, if we're connected to our body right here, right now, we have much more possibility and it just naturally happens for clarity. Yeah. Then if we're here in this moment, trying to think about what I need later today or tomorrow to be like.
0: Yeah. Yeah wow, there's so many things going through my, my head about this. Um, it's all good, but I'm, I'm, you know, with systems, I, I, what you said about systems always changing. I never, I, once upon a time, I never would have put myself, I would have never called myself a system, Mm -hmm. even though we have all these systems in our body. We learn about, right. The nervous system, right. The digestive system, you know, all those things. We are a system. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's some comfort in that for me that, that, that change and growth and adjustment and um, shifting, sometimes big shifts, Mm -hmm. sometimes subtle shifts, but change is always happening all the time. Yes. right. We talked a little bit about it last week, like with relationships, right? That Mm -hmm. the agreements that you have aren't static, Mm -hmm. right? And they Mm -hmm. have to consistently be lived in and evaluated and acknowledged and acted upon in the Mm -hmm. present. And that would be working
1: with the system, Mm -hmm. right? When we, resist change or we don't acknowledge or don't engage in or participate in the reality, Mm -hmm. then things will still change, but we're probably not going to like it
0: (laughs) and stress ourselves out beyond belief Mm -hmm. in the process. Mm -hmm. Uh, Man, I keep thinking of, of all the areas where that suggests what you're talking about suggests something we've talked about quite a bit on this show. Things don't, so many things don't have to be problems, Mm -hmm. you know, if we're willing to look at the possibility that they don't need to be, Mm -hmm. you know, and then we tend to get locked in on, on our experience now. We don't want to lose something, right? Change is, produces fear for that reason, don't you think? I mean, it's, it's something unexpected is going to change. Something I'm comfortable with may go away. I may not be able to handle whatever change is coming Mm -hmm. and Honestly, everybody out there, pick a topic, pick a subject, pick a system, Mm -hmm. and see what you think about some of the changes that you see happening or the changes you might fear happening. Pick any of them. I mean, I have a number coming to mind. One that comes to mind from when I was growing up, I'm a pastor's kid, and there were battles my entire life growing up between people who wanted to have traditional, quote unquote, forms of worship, which was organ and hymnal, right, Protestant churches organ and hymnal, that's traditional. And then there were people who wanted guitars, drums, a little more contemporary, right? To kind of mix it up a little bit, make it more accessible, make it a little more modern. And there was always conflict between there. Now the interesting thing is, I don't know if you knew this, but a hundred years ago, the people who were the wanted traditional music wanted acapella and the people who wanted more contemporary wanted organ music being brought in. And there were people on the acapella side saying, Organ is the devil's <laughs> is mm-hmm. the devil's <laughs> instrument, right? And it's what that tells me is that people tend to say what's traditional is what they grew up with, what's familiar, familiar for familiar. them, rather than something that necessarily stretches back hundreds upon hundreds of years. It's very much based in the now. And it's changed, right? Over a hundred years mm-hmm. because organ music kind of became became dominant and that became the traditional thing. But yep. it's constantly changing. Yep.
1: Constantly right? changing.
0: And then of course now. What we're seeing with not just with uh, different forms of worship, but also with school is because of COVID, the introduction of virtual stuff that's changing how people are doing stuff. I know people that are probably not going to go back to church in person for a long time because the church is going to keep offering virtual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That change happens. Yep. But in education, of course, we're all having big debates over the mm-hmm. what does this all mean? Mm-hmm. Right, for kids not in a traditional classroom, all that stuff. But even education has changed. It's changed since we were kids. Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Done differently now. Uh-huh. Right, different classes, mm-hmm. different points of emphasis, different technologies used in the classroom, yep. different experiences. We've talked about it on here before. You know, if I was worried about being bullied at school, I was going to be bullied at school. I wasn't worried about getting bullied at home. Kids now can get bullied online. Mm-hmm. Adults get bullied online. Yeah. It changes. Absolutely. Right. So we are in constant change.
1: Mm-hmm. And a lot of us like to stick with what's familiar or what is known. Yeah. Even if what is familiar and known isn't necessarily preferred. Mm-hmm. Right. It's familiar and known. And we can count on something. It goes back to what you said like, what do we anchor to? Yeah. We tend to anchor with familiarity.
0: Yep. I mean, that's when, when somebody says this has worked for me my whole life, or this was good enough for so-and-so person, my mom, my grandfather, it's good enough for me, which I understand where that comes from, but I almost immediately go to that same thing. Mm -hmm. I was like, hold on. Everything so much is different Mm -hmm. since then. The spirit of something, maybe what they've stood for, maybe what, what they preferred maybe, but we tend to treat that as if, if we step away from those things, that somehow we're doing something wrong Mm -hmm. or You know, that change itself is indicative that something failed in the past. Sure. Right? That something has outlived itself when maybe it's just changing. Right. Because
1: we're not going to get to a place and it never change again. (laughs) I don't think. (laughs) No, I don't think so either. uh, That would be strange if we did.
0: Yeah. And what what kind of, be boring. I,
1: I, I just don't even think it's possible. Yeah. I mean, even if you thought of the most fun thing. Right, but it's it just isn't possible. Well, and after a while, for, if you're just
0: doing the same fun thing over and over again, it's going to cease to be fun. It's
1: not, yeah, it's not as fun, definitely. So, so trying to expect something that's not even real in the first place mm. is, is is a point of struggle anyway. Yeah. Why would we even want to do that to ourselves? Yeah. Um, and if we're aware that our, our our the stress response in our body can work for us, yes. We, and it doesn't have to be against us, yeah. then we can feel uncomfortable about change, and it can be okay. Mm-hmm. We cannot know the answer and how things are going to work out and still be okay. Yeah. And still advocate for ourselves along the way, understanding what we can truly control and what we can't.
0: Right. It's, it's much easier to choose your battles, yeah. right? The things sure. that you're really going to stand on, the things that you really can take a look back and go, you know, despite all these changes, these stay consistent for me. Mm-hmm. And coming from a place where your whole body knows it, you don't just have to defend it in your brain. You don't have to, you know, battle it out online. It doesn't need to be iron sharpening iron through debate. It can just be that awareness mm-hmm. of those things. And I think that's where it's what people are looking for on some levels that security or that, mm-hmm. that confidence or that, that bedrock of something that no matter what happens in the world, I can come back to this right choice exactly you can can always come back to choice yeah always yeah in terms of i mean and that's that's the interesting thing once upon a time what you described a body response to me told me something had to be fixed Mm -hmm. that was my alarm right so that was like the alarm going off and then whatever solution had to be was the fire department coming. And I always had to see that as an external. I have to do this. I have to go there. I have to say this. What I didn't, what you're talking about is that that's not just the alarm. That's also the fire department. <laughs> I could put on my own fire. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. I could choose that, mm-hmm. you know, yes. that, that I actually have that capability. Mm-hmm. That to me is a big deal. Mm-hmm. You're in control. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, that's the the part.
0: You're in control of something you can actually control. Exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. I might have had the response. What I do with it, I have a lot more choice with Mm -hmm. what I do with it. Yeah, and
1: you can choose to stay in your stress response, Mm -hmm. but it is a choice. And what you choose to do with it by putting out all the fires that you might not be able to actually have water to put out in the first place. Right. And keep keep after it. You might get engulfed in the flames.
0: Mm Mm-hmm hmm or go to things to try to put it out that aren't that are even worse for you than the problem Sure. Yeah. Yeah Yeah, it's it's interesting. We we have a lot more control than we think in that sense mm-hmm. right? And it's not to and it's not to say that And I guess this is always the rub that people have is like well, what about the you know? What about the having traumatic responses to something that happened as a kid or you know? What about traditional quote-unquote values that I have if everything's changing and I have more choice does it mean those things don't have value or those aren't indicators? It seems to me that they are indicators of something. But they don't have to be determining elements. Does that make sense or is that a little too heady? He lost me. Okay.
1: Meaning uh, when when you were thinking about values what I was thinking about, mm-hmm. I started thinking.
0: Uh, right?
1: So that's when I say you lost me, I lost you.
0: Oh, so we just disconnected. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. So I'm thinking about values, and I'm thinking, the the values that the the, the deepest values that we share,
0: mm-hmm.
1: human values, they're not changing. Values aren't changing.
0: So that's the constant. Yeah. So there is a constant there.
1: Well, uh, uh, to varying degrees, right? Like sure. Sure. To, to varying degrees. So I don't want to like a stone thing, but for the most part. We have similar values across the globe. We do, right, on a human level. We do, right. We do. The way they get played out, sure, uh, because of expectations around all kinds of things, right,
0: or where they come from, or whatever, right, right. right. They
1: they might look a little different, sure. But if we were all able to get into our body, mm-hmm. manage our stress response, get into our ventral vagal, and create some safety in the body,
0: mm-hmm. we'd we'd all be able to connect. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, and I've experienced that and I know you have, we have where it's some, some things that you think would matter yeah. when you're not connected with somebody cease to mm-hmm. matter when you are.
1: Yeah.
0: I know I've experienced things that I, that used to matter to me when I connect with myself and that integrated set don't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've let go of a lot of expectations that I've had of other people, which have been unfair that most of them haven't known. We're actually there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It, it does. I mean, and it, it does come back to, and I think that's the reason I brought it up was for exactly that reason was connecting. It's interesting that we disconnected on that. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, and that's where, that's where I kept coming back to was the realization that with all the different systems I'm in, I am around people who have differing views, differing experiences, different ideas on just about everything under the sun. And I, I can connect with any of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Depending on how, you know, and I have Mm -hmm. the choice to do that. Mm -hmm. That to me is the flip side of that anxiety that some people feel like. What do you anchor to? What do you not? Well, that's the thing. If we're all have this human capability, we can all connect with each other in some way, shape, or form that is genuine, that is real, that is not BS, no matter what differences, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. we may have. Mm -hmm. That's empowering. Yeah. And then we
1: just know what to do next if we're really concerned about the doing. And and there is imp- there's, there's some validity to that. Okay. Sure. But we just know from that space what to do next as opposed to the thinking space of mm-hmm. okay, my values are being tested yep. or compromised or yep. how is this going to look? How am I going to do things? What wh- how do I defend myself against it? You know, mm-hmm. all of that stuff is head stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mhm.
1: <laughs> and 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 that's not to say we don't have to think about things
0: right but that's the whole idea is that when you're coming from that space you're going to be thinking more clearly yes and you're going to be you're going to be fully connected with all the resources that you have mm-hmm. at your disposal you're going to be more aware of where your choices are yep. and sometimes the decision on what to do next you don't have to do anything Yep. is you can let that sit that's one of the great things i feel like became like the superpower for me that suddenly I could just let something sit and I didn't have to have an answer for it. I didn't have to fix it. I didn't have to have it smoothed over. It could just be there. All right. Yeah. And you could be okay. So great. I know. I know, And you would get a good sleep afterwards. I know. I know. And my sleep has changed and all of that. So <laughs> yeah, it's, and I think that's, that's the great thing is that, is that we all have, since we all have this safety system in the body, we're all wired for that. We all have that in common. Mm hmm. No matter what the systems are, the common thread is that we're all people in them. Mm-hmm. And from that space, we connect. And that's why I think you and I always stress so much why we're doing this. Yes. More people connecting with this, doing things and kind of approaching things from these perspectives, learning these things, experiencing these things is going to lead to more mm-hmm. peaceful coexistence, I guess, or just connectivity, which changes things. Mm-hmm.
1: Changes things and a whole lot less struggle, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah hmm and, and, you know, for anybody who's still kind of wondering or has, you know, in the thinking space about or skeptical, it's fine. The fact that you keep showing up for it, the fact that you're listening and you're open to it, all you need is a little experience of something, mm-hmm. right? I've said it on here before. When you taste a little bit of sweet, mm-hmm. you know what sweet tastes like. Mm-hmm. A little bit of salty, you know what salty tastes like. See a little bit of light in a room, mm-hmm. you know the difference between light and dark. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Anyway. Wow.
0: Absolutely. This was good. Mm-hmm. Systems. Systems. All I right. love them. All right. <laughs> That's good to know. Well, thanks for <laughs> digging into that with us, Tawny. <laughs> and thanks to all of you for uh, digging in uh, to that with us. Uh, once again, make sure you check us out on your favorite podcast platform on our YouTube channel. Please join our Facebook group on, at Breaking Up With RBS if you'd like more information and more contact between sessions. Um, Otherwise, we will be back next week with more discussions about the BS you can break up with. Until then, I am JDK Winnekin. And I'm Tani Santabria. And we will see you next time. Keep looking for that BS, everyone. How you all feeling tonight?